0: Hey, I'm David Kern.
1: I'm Heidi White.
0: And I'm Sean Johnson. And you are listening to Close Reads, a podcast for the Incurable Reader, on which we are discussing and drafting books from the 1920s. It's a very special Close Reads episode. We are taking a,
1: I hope we're a, friends a, at the end a little episode. break.
0: Uh, no okay. promises. Uh, a little break from the traditional uh, format of this show. We will begin our conversation on Things Fall Apart, uh, part one. Next week, but first, uh, we've been circling a 1920s draft for many moons, and uh, I think we're going to periodically do these, where we drop in an episode where we draft books from a particular decade in history. Um, We've got, you know, some eight, a few, few few decades in the 1800s that'll be. Basically, we have 300 years of decades to choose from because there's at least some books that were drafted that are worth, that were written during almost every decade that are worth drafting. It gets, there's more and more novels, of course, in the 20th century than, than, than the 19th century and the 18th century. But we wanted to start with the 1920s because it's one of the classic decades um, for culture, but also it was a big turning point in literature. So there's lots of very fun books to discuss in this decade. So we are about to draft um, books from 1920s. We're about to compile squads, teams, of of books, and then we're going to put it out there for those of you in the listening audience to vote and tell us who compiled the most interesting or best team. You choose how you want to vote. But first, Heidi, how are you feeling about this?
1: I'm really nervous. She says, "I'm nervous. very quickly. I am. <clears throat> I have many pages of notes and thoughts and hopes and dreams. Okay, that I don't want either of you to squash because." you care about me as a person and that's what this is about as a, yeah. you
0: mean as opposed to personal winning. loyalty
1: to me Sean how are you feeling and
2: what's your strategy going to be in relation to Heidi I tried to imagine everything that Heidi would pick because she loved it <laughs> yep. and I'm trying to pick that first right okay yeah cuz that's what makes That's yeah. my fear so there's a <laughs> the, the question here is do because we of how try to I care about her do we follow
0: exactly. our own Interest and just choose things that we love, even if they're a little yeah. esoteric or lesser known, or do we think strategically and think about what the audience would want and try to win the dang thing, or do we just try to make a good podcast episode and make Heidi upset?
2: Yeah, I think that's
1: David's strategy. Based I will say our- the last time <laughs> we did this,
2: I was I was really not thinking about uh, it being possible to win. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I I, I didn't. No, <laughs> you to. didn't. You definitely <laughs> did not win. <laughs> I mean, I won in my own book. Right, it's but, a great list, but yeah. Uh this today time, you're going to we'll violate see.
1: your principles and I hope not, but vote. I'm ready
0: to compromise. Is, is um is, is is it a it, is it not violating your own principles to lose actively lose something that is a, that is defined by competition?
1: I guess well, you just can shift the ground underneath like, how are oh, we drafting? Yeah. Are we going for yeah. best books of the 1920s? Are we going right. for favorites?
0: Well, ultimately, mm-hmm, the audience mm-hmm. is going to have to decide how they right. are voting, and that's what makes Listeners, it a little bit. This is
1: up to you, and how a much bit you care about me is the person. <laughs> Don't blow it! Yeah. Wow, Heidi, just straight out
0: <laughs> of the gates, just like begging, <laughs> yeah. groveling. Yeah. Um, I do. I Obviously, am, Heidi needs this more than I'm the rest of us. I'm also really so confident folks, in my choices. Yeah, go ahead. I'll right, she's honest. very confident in the choices that she's not going to get <laughs> because Sean's going to take ups. them. So, um, <laughs> I just want to point out here that I'm realizing that there is a stark difference in the artwork on the walls behind us. Just, uh, Sean, you've got this beautiful Turner painting behind you. Heidi's got like just religious art galore. There's some icons there. There's uh, I can't see what's right behind your head, Heidi. But the what's behind? Botticelli. Right out- yeah, and then what's the other one next to it?
1: Oh, it's um, the the Resurrection okay. from, yeah, somebody it, whose name I can't remember right now because I'm on the spot.
0: Meanwhile, <laughs> I have movie posters of mm-hmm. No Country for Old Men, yeah. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and Indiana Jones. You look good. They're fine. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit like
2: I might need to <laughs> spruce up my environment. Yeah, I, I also have... It's it's in the shadow back here but I also have uh some iconography in the frame. It's really just you and your your pagan uh my pagan idols. iconography. It's okay. It's, okay. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of pagan iconography, let's talk about the rules
0: for nice. this uh oh, this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So here's what we're going to be doing. We have categories. Speaking of Byzantine, all right. Yeah, yeah I know, right. Um as you know, it, I, I'm producing this show and thus there are rules and there are <laughs> categories and essentially we're list making um, because those are things that but Sean. I, that, we get
1: what we get and we don't throw it yeah. that <laughs> You you, have to
0: know. <laughs> you do. Okay, so here are the rules. You have to pick in the different categories and which I will read in a second. I refuse. We can only... <laughs> well, then so you knows. are... Then you immediately are disqualified and cannot be voted for. David B. Heidi. Um, you, um... You can only, once an author is picked, no one else can pick that author. So, for example, in the 1920s, there are multiple Agatha Christie novels. There are multiple Winnie the Pooh books. But once one of those is chosen, that
2: author is off the table. Now, Can I clarify? Yes. Is this per category or across the board? Across the board. So if, you, if, if Heidi chooses an Agatha Christie novel... I can't pick her collection of poetry, correct. That author <laughs> is out. so
0: That's, so, but, but because you both were, are cowards and and we're worried about that that rule, um we we'll have see, we, we have, a, we, have, a, we, have an, we have an exception here. Each player gets one swap or uh, what I'm calling an authorial override. So you can. if Heidi takes that Agatha Christie novel, you can swap for that Agatha Christie novel, but you only get to do that one time. And remember that if she has already, um, I do, I do want to ask you guys about this. Do you think that you should be able to swap something back? If something gets taken from you.
1: Do you uh, mean steal or a swap? Steal. I don't really get yeah. it. Steal. Swap that, the swap is a steal. Yeah.
0: So like if he takes Winnie the Pooh and you really wanted it, you can take it. You can steal it from him does that and that and put it in that category and then he could could gets to then take something to substitute in that category yeah right if you do that i think that you should that bush is off you should not be able to steal it back
1: yeah i agree okay a steal Um, like but each each person gets one steal
0: yeah or 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 in lieu of a steal you could override the author rule so one time if you if you take mm. an a, a, a agatha christie book and sean really wanted an agatha christie book he does get to do that he can take it but he only gets to do that one time or he can steal you can't you don't get to do both of those one time so essentially using the old who wants to be a millionaire language you get one lifeline where you can steal from somebody or you can double dip into an author you can double canon. dip into an yeah. author okay but if you get something stolen from you, you don't get to steal it back. You have to draft something else. Now, if Heidi steals something from Sean, mm-hmm. I can steal it from Heidi.
1: You right. just can't steal something back uh-huh. from yourself. Yeah. No but, tea then that, parties.
0: but then that means that I but then yeah, anyway. So that's the that's that's the rule on that. Now here's the categories. So again, I'll just say that again. Three rules. Have to draft in the categories. You get an author, once it has been taken, is off the table in all categories except that each player gets one steal or one double dip. That's a better phrase. I like that, double dip. we am going to go with that. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, here's the categories. Mysteries, children's, poetry, and you have to do a collection. You can't just say, you have to say the whole collection of poetry. You can't just say like, you're yeah. taking one poem. Uh-huh. Ready. Uh, Best sellers, according to the uh, top 10 from Publishers Weekly, uh, throughout each of those years, which there is a, a Wikipedia page that lists all those. So you, you have to draft in bestsellers from that list, and this is a little tricky because many of those books have been forgotten. Uh, not surprisingly, they were bestsellers then, but they have been forgotten now, or they're books by authors who wrote during a diff- who wrote a better known book now during a different decade, such as Booth Tarkington, whose book, whose Magnificent Ambersons was 1918 and thus doesn't qualify, but he has a book in 1922. Uh, um, yeah. We also have an American classic. So book is, that's published in America by an American author. Um, well, let's just rephrase it as published by an American author during the 1920s and considered a classic. Then we've got UK classics. So a book written by uh, someone from the UK. Notice I did not say England um, in the 1920s. Uh, then we have wildcard category where you can draft in any category you want. This, by the way, would be a great place to have, uh, well, I don't know if I want to say it. I'll just say it. to it. so be a great place to have other international authors than the UK and America. And finally, yeah. we have books that take place in the 1920s novels that take place in the 1920s in this category, the novel actually can't have been written in the 1920s. It just has to take place in the 1920s. If you have found one that, take, that was written in 1895, that takes place in the 1920s, you are certainly welcome to draft
2: it. Although that would be um, sure there's something. Now, hold on. I thought that we also said <laughs> nonfiction books about the 1920s. Now, we we not were texting
0: up... about this last night. Let's decide right now. Do, okay. w- do you feel strongly that we should be allowed to do nonfiction books? About the yes. 1920s? Yes. I do. And Heidi, do you feel strongly Great. that it should?
1: No, I'm 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 going to give way on this one.
0: Okay, all right. <laughs> oh, that'll just that'll keep it mistake. easy. That'll keep it easier then. Um. So so any book about the 1920s, it can't have been written then, but it nonfiction or fiction. Now that does open us up to a lot more books. Um. If we're doing nonfiction too, but for the sake of you know, if it doesn't work, then in the future we can always we can always change it for the future. Yeah, that's right. So again, categories are mysteries, children's, poetry. Bestsellers, American classics, UK classics, wildcard, and books that take place in the 1920s. We have to decide who's going first, um, and we'll snake it. So if you go first, then you go uh, fifth, last. Yeah, well sixth. So first. So if you go third, then you're going fourth. So you get two in a row. Yeah. Um, how should we? Uh, how should we do this? Should we do a random number ge- number generator? Yeah,
1: Probably. let's do that. Yeah.
2: this is where this is make or break it
0: right here okay heidi do you want to be number one two or three
1: i'll be number two sean what do you want to be
0: i'll be three okay so that means i'm number one ready okay number three is first
1: all right this is exciting
0: Okay. okay heidi you're second and so i'm third Okay. so i've got the turn i've got picks three and four so sean's got one heidi's got two and five i've got three and four and then sean's got six all right sean here we go it's the 1920s draft. who are you what are you
2: taking first hold on actually hold on a second you're uh, uh. <clears throat> he's leaving he's gone folks he walked away he couldn't take the pressure no i thought oh, he's back
1: sean v heidi
0: <laughs> okay sean you're first here we okay. go what do you got hey <laughs> what are you gonna do <laughs>
2: I thought I thought long and hard about this. Yeah, like, uh, you know, really, this first pick is tough because yeah. you got to wait a little bit. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So I've got to try and knock down as many of your dominoes as possible, uh, or take what you want. I take what I want. Oh man, I didn't think about that. <laughs> you, you're not going to be able to oh. knock on people's dominoes.
1: You were thinking defensively first.
2: I was is that what your first
1: thought? It's a
0: first yeah, pick? Yeah, All right. This thought, is yeah. your opportunity to, to take the book you most want. Yeah, that's
2: right.
1: Okay. So that David can take it from you. Right. That's what I want. See? I want to throw
2: you on. Well, it has to be a book that I most want. I exactly. want to throw you onto your back heels so that you guys will be, uh, yeah, playing defensively from the, from now on. <laughs> I am going to take in the category books about the 1920s. Wow. Okay. okay. Ernest Hemingway's A Movable Feast. You suck. So it's, tell us about this book. Kobe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this this is... How is this the first pick overall? Yeah, this uh, is amazing. So this is Hemingway's memoir. It was written or it was published in the 60s or written in the 60s, I guess, published. Well, there was some weird stuff about the publish, publications. Yeah, yeah. It was published in the 60s, but after his death. <laughs> Uh, about his time living in Paris in the 20s. And it's a veritable nonfiction picaresque of, uh, you know, the, the literary, uh, literati of, uh, you know, the, the golden age of Paris. So
0: as of right now, unless someone uses their lifeline... The Hemingway Hemingway's book that gets selected is out. a movable feast. Yeah. That means that Farewell to Arms and The Sun Also Rises are out yeah, that's right. of contention yeah. unless I knew what I was doing. one of us uses uses our I mean it's like a I mean it's a good chaotic yeah. pick yeah. but like yeah. Yeah. lacks lacks character in many ways. <laughs> um Heidi what do you so what what's what do your I opinion do now? of the movable feast? Oh, I love A
1: imo- movable feast. I yeah. love that. I love that book. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. So a I have this pick. vivid memory yeah, of listening to the audiobook of that while we were prepping to open the bookstore and like hanging um, electrical, um, <laughs> like hanging lights from above over the counter on a ball standing on a ladder listening to the audio that. That's great. And something about old Gertrude. Okay, Heidi, it's your turn.
1: <laughs> I don't know what to so do. Have... See, that's a really good chaotic pick. Yeah. It really is. Like you, you just threw a crater in the middle of the draft, Sean. I applaud you.
2: Right, and you're trying to make your first pick, but now you're thinking, rethinking your strategy. Mm-hmm. You're in a bad way.
1: I know it's yep. true. Um, and in response to that,
2: oh boy, don't do it.
1: I'm looking at David's face right now, L- <laughs> listeners. I wish you could see the look on David Herm's face right now.
2: I'm just
0: waiting. I'm enjoying it.
1: <laughs> I.
0: She's gonna take Parade's End.
1: That's what Can you imagine do. if she took
0: Parade? Then. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, we will go over some books that didn't get selected.
1: I think I'm going to hold off on my lifeline and okay. take my pick set in the 1920s. And I will take Brideshead Revisited. Wow.
2: Okay. It's a solid pick right there.
0: So tell us more about this, this book. Is we talked about it on the show, novel. but you didn't get to be on it. Yes. Ever heard of it?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. This is my favorite novel. You you put your favorite novel out there
0: with me coming up next. It's
1: true. Um, (laughs) and because I have backups to my backup and so I'm okay right now.
0: Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, so, but yeah, I love this novel. I think it is, I mean, just objectively great and my favorite in the whole world. Um, and also I think that it gives a true, uh, Inside Vision into the Decade and the Whole Twentieth Century. So it's a solid pick. I'm sticking with it. I'm confident. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's it's an amazing book. Yeah, it's an amazing book. It's my little pick. Um, I am going to take. Um, I I think I'm going to leave the books about the 1920s category
2: behind right right now because you're you're safe. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're good. Be, in part because if I want to take either of the two books you have there, oh, I, there's not another category for them. Mm. Um, so I'm just going to leave that leave that out there. I think I might start us out on some mm, some mysteries. Yeah, I got Great. two picks in a That's row. That's going to be the other battleground. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I'm going to actually okay. I'm going to take an American classic. No, I'm not. Okay, I'm going to take a mystery. Yeah. No, I'm taking in classics, <laughs> and it's going to be The Great Gatsby. Yes, I'm just going to do it. I'm just the Great for Gatsby. Gatsby. Yeah. Get out yeah, there, get Gatsby. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. yeah. It just feels like I I was going to do something else, and then I felt like it needs to be done in the first round. Yeah. It just needs to be one of the th- first three to four books that are picked. Yeah. Um. So my my category for a classic from the U.S. is The Great Gatsby. Yes, it's out there, but as a possibility to get stolen, and I'm I'm okay with that. There goes my This okay. Side of Paradise. Um, yeah that's true <laughs> that's true that would have it's very true okay now um, although taking a mo- broadside revisited does remove decline and fall it's true from availability by the way yeah um, I'm gonna take my second pick do we talk about The Great Gatsby by the way yes like we talked about another one we talked about on the show before Sean but, and my time yeah I mean yeah it's uh it's so it's readable it and it's so re-readable
1: I think so yeah
0: yeah it's amazing. I've read revisited. it a couple of years. Yeah, it's so so brisk and taut,
2: and I and it's precise. the perfect novel. I really yeah. think it's
1: the perfect novel, the closest a, to the perfect novel you can get.
2: I have a good friend who who calls it his favorite novel, and it's absolutely true. He has the entire novel really devoted to memory, and uh, we'll pull out snatches here and there, and just you know rattle off. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) no but i wish (laughs) things to aspire to (laughs) yeah yeah. um okay
0: with my next pick i'm going to take a mystery
1: okay pulling out the big guns at the beginning of the at the the top of the show
0: and here's the thing this is where it's tricky for me because i can't decide if the book that i think i should take I mean, I feel like it's probably the one that's got the reputation, but it's actually not one of my very favorites. I don't.
1: I think I know what you're um, thinking. Super re-readable. I think I know what you're thinking, and you might want to do the other one. Let's do it. Do what you
0: want to. Do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. I'm not gonna do the one that I'm talking All about, right. and I'm gonna follow my. I'm gonna do poetry.
2: <laughs> hey, I brought the way, turn, and I'm gonna.
0: And I'm going to take, okay, this is my surprise. You guys, I'm going to take Robert Frost's New Hampshire, no! pool,
2: which has all. stopping
0: by woods in snowy. Evening. Of course, that was the obvious choice. And I, I was going to, you know, I mean, there's some T.S. Elliot out there, yeah, That's true, which we can debate about, but I kind of, I kind of want to see what ha see how that shakes out. Um, I might yeah. enjoy that little, uh, the little war between the two of you. Yeah. Um, about possibly some T.S. Eliot happening. So Heidi, it's your turn now. I just want to say Frost is at times my favorite, one of my favorite poets. Certainly, his poems are memorizable. You can re- re- go back to them. And New Hampshire is maybe his greatest individual collection yeah. of of poetry. And I feel like having Fitzgerald and Robert Frost on my roster right now. I've got a. Solid. I feel pretty good about about that. I might have to stick with all F's the rest of the way though, which could be tough. What if that was a rule? All the authors have to have the same letter.
1: Ooh, that would be such a fun challenge. I like this idea. <laughs>
0: uh, Heidi, All your right. turn. You so get the next pick. I'm gonna, you get the fourth pick in the draft. I'm going to take Fifth. my
1: lifeline and I'm going to do The Sun Also Rises for our US oh, wow. classic. All
0: right. Okay. So Heidi's out of lifelines. Yep. Okay. All right. Tell us tell us tell us why.
1: Because I literally legitimately think it's the second best American novel from the 1920s and I want it. <laughs> 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 that's all that's but, my real reason yeah, yeah it's quite a book okay yeah. okay
0: um sean which would you rank higher great gatsby or sun also Rances? it's gatsby gatsby
2: Gatsby's yeah better. I, I do love them both but gatsby sean i guess you're next
0: and you get two picks
2: in a row okay now. okay this is where it starts to be, it's going to heat up a little bit i mm-hmm. think yeah that's right wait a minute david what was your what were your two picks The Great Gatsby and Frost, Frost. New Hampshire. Yeah, that's right.
0: So after we do, after we, if you do
2: a pick, I'll do a quick summary of where we are after six. Great. Uh, Okay. Then I am going to pick UK classic. Okay. Carry on Jeeves.
1: Oh, that was mine. Good choice.
2: Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right why also i hate you but also i have a lifeline (laughs) i don't i don't think it even needs an explanation uh i mean it's uh it's pg woodhouse it's jeeves and wooster and it's for my money some of the best jeeves and wooster period you don't you don't think it has to be um you don't have to
0: explain why you take that over ulysses say
1: You didn't even that, make that I disparaging noise a little louder.
2: If, you had, yeah, if you had said any other title, I would have taken that question seriously. But uh nope, <laughs> going with jeeves.
1: Lord have mercy. <laughs> All right. I know I was, so, the UK is actually pretty hard this decade, in my yeah. opinion. Once you yeah, eliminate not as many great mystery. Because it is the golden age of British detective fiction. That right. one's right.
0: like which is why I didn't take a mystery right. yet, because I think there's a case that some of those mysteries you could take as a cl- British classic if you needed to. Yeah, if the books right, right. Great enough. So, okay. After two rounds, Sean has UK classic, Carry On Jeeves, and A Movable Feast. Heidi has in the US classic, Sun Also Rises, and then in the books about the 1920s, Brideshead Revisited. And then I have for American classic, The Great Gatsby, and in poetry, Robert Frost, New
2: Hampshire. All right, Sean, you're up again. We're yeah. in round three. Okay. I'm going to choose a poetry collection. Okay. And that poetry <clears throat> collection is When We Were Very Young by A.A. A. Milne.
1: That's so mean.
2: That is that is both hilarious. That's hilarious. Are
1: you for is what real right now?
0: Um, yeah. When we were very young. Okay, so this is a Winnie the Pooh. So Winnie the Pooh is now out because you took it in poetry. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's just, <laughs> uh, Sean. Last time Sean went pure personal taste
2: didn't 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 fare great in the voting, and this wow, time he's like just going chaos evil. agent.
1: Like this is Sean. I want to I... say
2: I want to call this chaotic neutral because these Do are. You? These are favorites. <laughs> okay. True. But also.
1: You're such a liar. Also. You do not love this more <laughs> than.
2: Than the Wasteland. I don't know about that. I could. I or could, than. I could read slash listen to this more than the Wasteland. I thought maybe you would take. Um, um, the uh, uh,
0: Wasn't there a Houseman book during the 20s? And you're a Houseman guy, are Oh, you? it's
2: true. Yeah. Nevertheless. Um.
0: All right. Well, Heidi, you have got some some flexibility there in poetry because really that's the gap. That's the gap one. So you can do whatever you want now with your I next sure pick. I sure
1: can. Yeah. Um. Well, David still has his lifeline, so David and I are facing off about mystery right now. That's what's happening. Sean
2: has a lifeline too. I do right? have a lifeline. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, you should go ahead and pick a mystery, so I can just take whatever mystery I want.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to do
2: that, sure, Heidi. Why don't we not make it easy on you? Let's <laughs> just fight about the that's mystery. what I'm
1: saying. You and I are like facing <laughs> off. On mystery, even though that's like the easiest category, because we have great options all around. Yeah, great options. Yeah, I know,
0: I know. Yeah. It is funny how I was kind of looking through the different decades, and a lot of the times there's one kind of genre or category that is very, especially in the 20th century, very, very like, replete with, very rich yeah. with options. Yeah, um So Heidi, you're up. All you right. got what do you got for your great. third pick? I'm
1: gonna go with Kristen Lavren's daughter in Wild Card.
0: Ooh. Um, because that was, oh, that was going to go ahead. David. Go ahead. I was going to say that was going to be my wild, my that next pick. Yeah. That was on my list, yeah. <clears throat> okay.
1: Um. Yeah, because I love this novel and it was published in the 1920s. So. 1920,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah in America anyway. Yeah um sean where was it for you i mean like i so if i had the first pick i probably would have taken kristen lavenstadter yeah yeah. and we're about to so we're gonna right after we finish this we're going to go record the episode that came out on last friday yeah on kristen lavenstadter and i'm going to say on that episode which you can hear if you are a (laughs) subscriber that i am um it's quickly rising up the ranks for me as in terms of how good it is and i can't wait to talk about it in like 45 minutes i
1: excited to hear that um I've been really and, uh, nervous about this novel uh-oh. with you guys, honestly, because it's <laughs> such it's such a deep dive into a woman's psyche apart, as well as being just great in its own right, too. So That's true. Anyway, I'm really glad to hear you guys like it. It Truly.
0: Yeah, I'm a little nervous about book two based on what some people have said, but I think that it's going to be full it's of a lot of things one. that I actually like in novels. So, oh, OK, yeah. great. OK. Okay, so so Heidi just took uh, Kristen Lavins out on a wild card. Sean, you have your um, your lifeline still, right? I do, yeah. And so do I. Now Heidi's got two books that I'm very interested in stealing from her. She's probably going to drop some more that that that. And, and frankly, so do you, Sean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I more want to steal an author from you. Uh, so what I'm going to do um, right now is no, not I do know. that. I know. Okay. <laughs> and saving um, his lifeline
1: which is wise
0: yeah i'm going to go to um you know what i almost considered for uh i mean i put on my long list to mention later for wild cards is emily posts etiquette because i thought that'd be hilarious
1: <laughs> that's a good idea i like that <laughs> um, it's fiction too just uh, kidding
0: yeah <laughs> yeah right, i know right <laughs> so i'm going to take oh, this. Is, this is tough yeah this is getting very difficult um I'm going to take under mysteries I'm going to take the murder of Roger Ackroyd. Yeah.
1: Get a Dan Styles.
0: No. Um so I think Ackroyd is better but Styles is more re-readable. Yeah. Styles is our first one, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the yeah. first. Yeah. 22 or something. The yeah.
1: introduction uh, for Percival. No, Roger true. Ackroyd is a solid pick cuz it is a mystery classic. And it's the best right. twist in mystery literature I've ever read. Oh
2: yeah. On the first read, it, it is yeah. killer. Yeah. And and that's the
0: thing, is it's like it's one of those books that as a like when people have told me they're looking for a mystery and they say I haven't read this book, I'm like, oh well no, you gotta buy this book, right? Yeah. But I don't love rereading it as much just mm-hmm. simply because once you know the twist, it changes the experience. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um but I think it needs to get drafted. So Agreed. and it's and it's where I am as far as what I'm willing to put out there. Um of my soul at this point in the draft. <laughs> so after three rounds, Sean has Carry On Jeeves, When We Were Young, and Immovable Feast. He still has to draft in Mystery, Ch- Children's, American, Wild card, and Best Heidi has The Sun Also Rises, Brideshead, and Kristen Laverne's Daughter. She still has to draft in Mystery, Kids, British, Poetry, and bestseller. I have Roger Ackroyd, The Great Gatsby, and Robert Frost, New Hampshire, and I still have to draft in Kids, British, Books about the 1920s, wild card, and bestsellers. Okay, so I get to go again. See, there's a book I really want to take, but I don't, most people won't, don't know about it. And, uh,
1: you've got Gatsby, be bold.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. I'm going to take in my wild card category, in which you can do whatever you want death comes for the archbishop
1: that was on my that was my backup to kristen laverne's daughter
0: yeah you could go i almost took it in american classics yeah me too um no you didn't because you haven't taken an american classic yet um but i almost took it there but gatsby was probably like it felt like low-hanging fruit so i took that and i feel pretty good about having that in in a wild card because the only problem is that it means that i can't steal kristen laverne's daughter from heidi Mm -hmm. um and uh, I don't feel great about not being able to do that, but um, <laughs> no, so it goes. <clears throat> uh, but Heidi, it's your turn now. And I will say death comes for the archbishop is a book that the when we read it, I liked it. And the more I think about it, the more, I, the more I like it. Um, also side note, there's a great new biography of Willa Kather that just came out in the last Whoa. month that I, that I recommend oh. not very long. It's like 225 pages, um, but it's good. All right, Heidi,
1: all right. So I'm going to go with bestsellers and I'm going to take The Enchanted April by nice. Elizabeth Van Arden.
0: It's a good one. I almost I almost took it.
1: And that is just a purely delightful book. That's just, it's good writing. It's a good story. Like it will, um, and it will make you want to travel and see the world and live the good life. Uh, it's lovely. So well-deserved on the bestseller list.
0: And, there, and again, there aren't, the bestseller list, there's is, is not a ton of great options. It's but, true. Well, and there's
1: lots of books, but I'd only read three of them, which I yeah. guess there are just so many books to read in the world.
2: Yeah, or it was a lot of like lesser, time, but... lesser novels by yeah, well, by yeah exactly. well-known authors. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, well, Sean, that brings us to you. So what do you got for round four?
2: Round four. Am I going twice again? Yep. Okay. We'll do once and then we'll do a quick update. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to take, I'm going to take in bestsellers, The Bridge of San Luis Rey.
1: I've never read Thornton Wilder.
2: Uh, Thornton Wilder. Oh, that's a good one.
1: I've actually never read Thornton Wilder. I mean, I guess. That's
2: the only Thornton Wilder yeah. I've read, but it was good. You've never read Our Town?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, is that Our Town? Because I've seen Oh, I guess that, that's
2: true. Yeah. But
1: I've not ever read it. I've just seen it.
0: Did you ever read Tom Lake, Heidi, the new Anne Patrick no. book? Because it's no, all, not all yet. built it's around list. a, uh, like a big part of it is a, is a theater troupe that's putting on Our Town that does it every oh. summer. So, Our Town's a big motif looped through it all. It's good. Okay. Okay. So, after four rounds, Sean's got carry on Jeeves when we were when we were very young a movable feast and bridge of San Luis Rey. he still has to get a mystery a children's book a American classic and a wild card Heidi has the sun also rises Brideshead, Kristin Kristen Lovren's letter and enchanted April that's a formidable four she still has to get a mystery kids a British book uh, and poetry I've got Ackroyd great Gatsby Robert Frost and death comes for the archbishop and I still need to get children's British books about the 1920s and best seller
2: Sean, you're up. In children's books. Where Winnie the Pooh is no longer an option, unless that's, someone that's unless right. I want to steal it. Unless you use... Yeah, yeah. I am taking the Velveteen Rabbit. I knew it. It's a good one. Yeah, it is. Unassailable. That's right. Just had his 100th anniversary.
1: It's so lovely. Yeah. Side note, yeah, there's a really nice
0: 100th anniversary edition out.
2: <laughs> uh, might be a good Christmas present for... The, yeah, maybe we can find I, that on... Uh, Bookshop what, the, bookshop bookshop dot org. org. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Slash Goldberry Books. Slash Shop. Slash Goldberry Books. But you're pretty close. There. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, Heidi, find it. Heidi, you're up. Uh... Very
1: beautiful book. I am?
0: Yeah. You're oh, after...
1: yeah. Because he did Bridge of Salem. Of yeah,
0: yeah. So you need a mystery, um, children's, British, or poetry. Poetry um, is only.
1: Okay.
0: We both have.
1: Um, I guess I'll take a passage to India for my UK pick.
0: Yeah. Good one. Have you, um, are you a Forster fan?
1: I, I am. And I really, I really like this particular book, but really because I just love the movie, the movie (laughs) is so good. And, um, then I read the book and I also liked it. It's a, it's a really beautiful story. Um, in general, I'm, I like Forster, but I don't love Forster, but I love this book.
0: Um,
1: and I am, I'll just say it like I'm not a huge fan of the British classics like I don't like Virginia Woolf. I don't Mm, really I really hate Ulysses um I would have picked Portrait of an Artist as a Young Man if it was in the decade but it's not I like that book Mm. um I think that James Joyce did more to ruin modern literature than to serve (laughs) it so I would never pick that and uh a lot of the other classics that I love are more 1930s except for the Mysteries so yeah, yeah. Um I just I kind of went with a pick that I liked just because I like the book, not because I am advocating for its like influence in the canon. Yeah.
0: yeah Although yeah.
1: it's good and it has a place in the canon.
0: So I'm up and the big question for me is which of the books that you guys have do I steal and when? And um <laughs> what are the the categories that are most lacking? And I think I'm gonna go with bestseller because the category is pretty lacking. Um. Even though you both have that already, um, I'm just gonna take Age of Innocence.
1: Good choice. Um, as my yeah.
0: bestseller, um, another book. That's Edith a great Wharton. book. It's a great book. Yeah. Good movie, Martin mm-hmm. Scorsese movie. Um, right. And it's a book that's actually pretty influential. Um, and uh, it was one of those ones. It's one of those rare books where you're like wow, that book has a great reputation still to this day. And you realize how many people read it at the time. It's got that good confluence of being a genuine bestseller and being genuinely good, which clearly is, was not a big thing in the 1920s based on the <laughs> list of bestsellers. So I get another pick here in a second, cause I'm going to be starting round uh, six, but right now we Sean needs a mystery, an American classic and a wild card. Heidi needs a mystery, a children's book and a poet book of poetry I need a children's book, a British classic, and a book about the 1920s. I think it's time to do a children's book. I'm trying to decide between one of, one of the books by Lucy Maud Montgomery, which would be the later end of Green Gables book, or a book like Emily of New Moon. Or you've got the Boxcar Children, you've got Bambi, you've got the, the, um, the Golden Fleece book, and the Children of Odin, Those the, the Pedrick Coleman books. There's also some Tarzan books. But That's what I'm right. going to do... Is take a book that is, uh, I believe, a holiday-themed book um, that C.S. Lewis absolutely adored. And it's available for NYRB right now. And it is called The Midnight Folk. Oh, and have yeah. either of you read The Midnight Folk? No, yes. No,
1: but I will.
0: Um, Tell us about it. It's fun and great and uh, <laughs> involves magic and but also,
2: is it magic? And like pirates and
0: yeah, witches and yeah, yeah. It's a fantasy novel oh. by John Maysfield, published in 1927. Um, there's there's a couple books that he wrote. Um, this one's the this one's Christmas related. I think this is the Christmas one, right? And, uh, and then the other one is Box of Delights. Maybe Box of Delights. Either way. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't know. if I don't remember
2: Midnight Folk being. Christmas-y. so wikipedia says it's wrong. about
0: a boy who sets out to discover what became of a fortune stolen from his seafaring great-grandfather um the treasure is also sought by a co- coven of witches who are seeking it for their own ends kay's governess sylvia daisy pouncer is a member of the coven and the witches are led or guided by the wizard abner brown um so and there's he, he's in his quest by talking animals most notably nibbins the cat and uh, yeah so c.s lewis loves this book and um that's how i found out about it and it's uh it's great um Cool. Oh, pick it up. So that's the one that I was thinking about earlier. It's probably one of those books that not not enough if people Lewis will have read. Loved it. it. I'm to, sure
1: it's just purely delightful.
0: Yeah, not enough people will have read it for me to really get like voting points. But at this point, I'm just gonna toss it out there as as a book that's uh, it's really good and you should read it. We're actually gonna read Maysfield's books as a family for during Christmas. This year because they're just they're really fun, like the whole family books that are like also really well written and good literature. Okay, so Heidi, that brings us back to you. And you need a mystery, a kid's book, and a book of poetry.
1: Um I will take the Blue Castle by Lucy Maud Montgomery for my children's book.
0: A good choice. Yeah. She wrote so many great books.
1: Yeah. How do you think um,
0: those ones stand up to Anne?
1: I mean, Anne is better than all of them. Um,
0: <laughs> but by a, mean, just by how much? Truly,
1: I think by I think by a lot. But the Blue Castle, I've is is her most romantic story, and it also is a lot like a fairy tale. Um about like a poor downtrodden girl who is brought back to life by love and has to overcome all of these obstacles, including the ones in her own self. Uh, hmm. And it also just makes you love and long for nature, like the natural world. Um, and it's just like an ingrained part of my imagination from my young girlhood. Hmm. Like I think the first time I read it, I was like 10 or 11 and I've probably read it um, I I don't know, 20 times and then Lucy now loves it. And yeah, so it's one of yeah. those like generational imaginative, like formative stories.
0: But she didn't like it. she was still Lucy Mon Montgomery in all of her books. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sean, you're up and you need a mystery, an American classic, and a wild card. And you have your I steel. Do.
2: And I have my steel deal And that's gonna be that's gonna be great or your or your um double dip or my author double dip yeah i am i am going to choose a mystery and that mystery is the incredulity I, I, of Father i had, brown. I had a feeling yeah. that yeah. was yeah. happening yeah,
0: yeah. um yeah. and also would have been very interested to see where heidi would have gone if you had gone another direction that i thought you might go so talk cool. about father brown
1: yeah. uh I actually wanted to leave him Jesterton and that's why I didn't pick it earlier. Oh,
2: Heidi, <laughs> I was worried that you guys would be playing as cutthroat as I was trying to play early on I just <laughs> take take him away. Uh, but that's also why I didn't pick him because I was worried that he would get I stolen. I'm
1: stealing myself for David to take the yeah. head.
2: So, yeah, uh, <laughs> Father Brown is is one of my favorite mystery series. I I am a big fan of mystery fiction generally we talked about this when we did the moving toy shop and i like christie i like sayers but i i have a lot of love for the way that chesterton approaches the solutions to his mysteries uh, as being uh, as much theological or soul oriented as they are sort of freudian uh, id ego oriented mm. and uh, uh, i like that Father Brown's training as a priest and his time in the confessional is what helps him uh, read human nature and, and solve his crimes. Mm. Uh, they're they're great. I haven't read Father and Brown it's in a little been while. A really
1: good show. That is one of the best short story collections in oh, yeah. literature as well. Like it's just and so Chesterton good. is
2: always he's playing with the the genre tropes too. I mean, he was a master of of mystery fiction so much so that he enjoyed you know playing around with it. Heidi, you're up. You need a
0: mystery and a book of poetry.
1: All right. Well, then I'll take Whose Body.
0: Yeah. Sayers. I was wondering, if yep. he had taken Sayers, what would you have done?
1: I would have taken Incredulity of Father Brown. I just figured. I, I, I mean, he loves Chesterton more than I do.
2: Yeah. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Brought, if you. If if you somebody had taken Father Brown, I was also going to take Whose Body.
0: Yeah. So if I had yep. not taken Ackroyd, what would you have done? Like if Styles. I had, Okay. If what if even if Ackroyd was on the board,
1: yeah, because I, I I think Ackroyd's a solid choice, but I mean the first Poirot, yeah, like that's really? just that's that, well, it, and, it's and it started the, the, genre, the romance it launched, of it. The, it launched the golden age. Hmm, yeah. So, but I I don't know that I think it's better, but it's just that's yeah. the one I would have picked.
0: So Heidi only has one pick left, and it's poetry. And we're gonna come around to that in a second. So I'm about to have to do my last two picks. Yeah. The math on this doesn't exactly make sense. No question. Because I think Sean, you were supposed to do two. Two in a row. And then oh. but you couldn't take whose body anyway. So do your pick right. now. Yeah, do oh. two. Then two I'll things. do my two, yeah.
2: then Heidi, then you and do then, the last pick. And then go the last ahead and pick. take you need okay. a wild card or you need a uh, American classic. US. Uh <laughs> yeah. And for my American classic, I'm taking Billy Bud.
1: Oh, nice.
2: Yeah. By Melville, which was,
0: of course, he By died Melville. much earlier, but it was published. Right.
2: Okay. Why?
1: That's a good choice. Uh,
2: I just really like Billy Budd. Oh, okay. Well, uh, fair enough. I, um, <laughs> I mean, I I really, I'm one of those people, too, who loves Moby Dick, and uh, apparently you have to apologize to some folks for loving Moby Dick, but uh, <laughs> I really like Moby Dick. I think that Melville, uh, aside from all of the uh, exclusions Gurses and discurses about Wailing and the like which I think is part of the enjoyment Uh, Otherwise I think Billy Budd does a lot of what Moby Dick does As well as Moby Dick But in a shorter novel (laughs) Um, have you read Billy Budd? No It's been a long time since I read it
0: The British classics really aren't There's really not They're not great
1: (laughs) I know well Sean got Woodhouse yeah. So for but me, you still <coughs> have a steal.
0: I do, and the big question for me is: Do I steal the Woodhouse,
2: or do I steal something like Bride's Head? Said.
1: Something um, like, yep,
2: <laughs> but not necessarily. That's
0: true. What else is like Bride said? I mean, you do have you do have Passage to India, which I actually like a lot. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and the sun also rises. Well, that wouldn't qualify under books about the 1920s. Actually, it's because I need a mm-hmm. British classic, and I need. um a book about the 1920s. This is this is where it gets hard to know that you guys have the last two picks. Um uh-huh. so I'd be curious to know here. Do you guys think that um Woodhouse compares favorably to um Wah? Sean, what do you think about
2: that? Uh how do you mean compares? Like I mean, are you asking me to compare Bride's Head and *Carry On Jeeves*? Well, kinda, but do you actually? That would be a very interesting conversation. Um, I think that I think that Waugh and Woodhouse do compare mm-hmm. in terms of Other comic fiction. Yeah, um, yeah. And I know that they were. I know that personally, Waugh had a great affection for for Woodhouse. Um, but no, I don't think that. I I mean, I love. Woodhouse and he's a comic genius but he doesn't he doesn't hold a candle to Brideshead so you're telling me I should take
0: Brideshead from Heidi instead of Woodhouse oh from you
2: I didn't know I was telling you that but I guess so yeah, Heidi it's how would you move, make yeah. the case
0: the opposite way if you want to hold on to, yeah. to Brideshead yeah,
2: convince him that somehow carry on Jeeves is better than or, or that I need
0: to steal Woodhouse I made the double dip is really the, the question because I could <laughs> I'll le-
1: remind you of your great affection for me <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, and with
2: the- <laughs> I yeah, knew it.
1: right. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I mean, objectively, fairly, carry on, Jeeves is a much better choice than stealing Bright's head.
0: <clears throat> the problem is there really is a dearth of British classics. Like, do I want to get stuck with Ulysses? Which, yeah, the listeners to this podcast probably will not care much for um
1: you could also take winnie the pooh and put it there y-
0: well Ooh. yeah i could if i want to you mean if i want to steal that no from, just that double
2: from... dip and do house of Pooh corner
0: oh okay yeah
2: well um, you
1: no, because you could put you could put winnie the pooh as your british classic
0: well he took yeah. he already took a. a Milne.
1: i know but he, you could that double, would dip. Be your double, My double dip you double dip yeah i'm not yeah. gonna do
0: that <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i
2: I, I do appreciate yourself. the uh i appreciate <laughs> yeah, I'm the not thought gonna do that. okay uh i will i will recover choice. i think maybe more easily than heidi i don't do you
1: mean emotionally i, <laughs> yes, I, I think true. i mean
2: stra- strategically i think my my i've got a, a pretty deep backup list still in these categories that we're looking that at.
0: you need to that you need to do yeah i i think that strategically Really what I have to do here is take Brideshead from you, Heidi. and and
1: Listeners, remember when he took Anne of Green Gables for me too? My, my Literally my two favorite books in the whole world.
0: So is the, are the, is the question, you want people to vote based on, just based on like...
1: I just want them to know that it was originally mine and vote accordingly. <laughs>
0: you want people to not vote based on the list themselves. So what you're saying is that if you have Ooh. Bride, it's not based on the books. So if you had Brideshead, people shouldn't vote for your list based on you having Brideshead.
2: She was upfront about that at the beginning.
1: I just keep missing *Brideshead* here at close reads. Is all. It's I'm saying. true.
0: It's true. <laughs> well, I haven't officially written it down yet, so because you also <laughs> had it
1: in the last, yeah, in, in the, the last, movie, yeah, in the yeah. movie, you got *Anne of Green Gables* and *Brideshead*, and now you're <laughs> half *Brideshead*. But I do have a backup, so I am ready.
0: Yeah. Um, well, that's here. I it. just think okay, I. I i I'm just, I have to Heidi. I, I. I don't. There's not a lot of great stuff out here for me, so I'm. I have to. I, Fair enough. Yeah, I yeah, apologize, yeah. and you're. We'll have to Dice let, let That's you. That's all I
1: needed. All okay. right. Now do I fill that spot? So now you or do get to fill it right now. It.
0: You fill it right now with. Um,
1: all right. A gentleman it. in Moscow.
0: Okay. Ooh. Yeah. That's the reason right there that I felt okay about doing it because
1: although you could also have taken a gentleman in Moscow.
2: Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> you know the. <laughs> Uh I've only just begun this book, but Trust is also set in the nineteen twenties. It's, it it's on and my that list. That is
1: that's a that is a very good one. Another one that yeah. I have
2: on my list for
0: books about the nineteen twenties is Killers of the Flower Moon. So did I. Um, which is great. Yep. Yeah. Um
2: Can okay. you
1: please not take Kristen Laubern's daughter from me though, Sean? I won't. I won't. Okay, thank you.
2: I won't. <laughs> just wait. Um All right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I get this is my last pick now, because in the snake fashion, so I need to take a British classic. And yeah. um yeah, and what are you gonna take? I'm going to take. Well, hold on one second. I got to make sure the date's right on this. I forgot to look it up. Um, tell a joke about something uh, British, Sean. Uh,
2: knock what? knock. Who's there? Who's there?
1: Not brideshead revisited for me.
2: <laughs> Not brideshead revisited for me. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Not for me, hiding.
1: I have no punchline. I just got mired in the depths of despair. <laughs>
0: maybe we, maybe at the end we could, we could, we have to see if we can, uh, if there's a way. A gentleman
1: in Moscow is very good, and it figure is figure
0: out some kind of a swap.
1: Fair. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> um,
1: I'm happy with a gentleman in Moscow. It is such a delightful book, so I am happy with that.
2: Um, Although
1: the power and the glory is also set in the
2: 1920s. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I thought about that one too. Um, I, so but what'd you come up with as far as UK classics? Are concerned? I'm going to take,
0: because I don't want to take Ulysses. I feel like as much as Brideshead Revisited would get me points with, the well, I mean, maybe not the stealing of it part, but on my, if you're being objective yeah. about the books themselves and not being petty, then Brideshead Revisited would get me points. But <laughs> Ulysses totally might agree. get me negative Points.
2: Oh, you're asking. No, there talking. are some. There's some oddballs out there who, you know, have gotten caught up in the whole. I have to pretend I like this book thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be that person though. So there is some. um <laughs> The Painted Veil
0: by Mom is out there. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Um, and so is High Wind in Jamaica, and so are the uh, Mrs. Dalloway in Orlando.
2: Um, and the unused uh children's books that we've named. Yeah. Um some of them but i don't the ones that i have here i don't think
0: are enough, enough of them are british to qualify mm. okay do i take elizabeth bowen or do i take the painted veil um i'm going to take the painted veil
1: that's a, i think that's the right
0: choice um i really like elizabeth bowen and last september was published in 1929 um but i think mom is a very important figure and the painted veil is a book that's been It compares favorably, I think, to like A Passage to India. So if I was just looking straight across at the British classics, I wouldn't feel too bad about The Painted Veil compared to A Passage to India. Some people, you know, really love A Painted Veil. It's one of those books that for some people it's like one of their Mm -hmm. favorites. So my list is complete unless Sean steals one of them. Heidi, it's your last pick and you need a book of poetry.
1: I'll take The Wasteland and other poems by T.S. Eliot.
0: (laughs) Um, Do you want to say anything about it? Like
1: um yeah so this is you know considered yeah it is april's the cruelest month this is considered the poem of the 20th century and i think that's right it is an expression of kind of the lostness of um meaning in the moorings you know fragments short against our ruins which i think might be the very most perfect short description of modernity, and you will find that little phrase in The Wasteland.
0: So when it comes down to poetry...
2: And it's
1: ha- quoted in um, Bride's Head, which...
2: Yes, that's right. You, yeah, so ulti- I just
1: kind of maintain like a little fragment against go. my ruin. <laughs>
0: ultimately, <laughs> ultimately <laughs> what we have to decide is, do you think, as far as poetry goes, that what you love most is A.A. A. Milne's children's poetry about a bear? Um the obtuse poetry of T.S. Eliot or the poetry of Robert Frost and something that like was in a snow evening. I think the listeners just need to think about that yeah. when they're
2: casting the dot. I think it's a no-brainer.
0: <laughs> um, I guess it no depends brain. on how old, how old your children are, right? Sean, it's your yeah. last take. It's a wild card. You do have the option to steal if you wish or to double dip.
2: Oh, I could, I could double dip. Uh, but instead, I'm going to steal Brideshead Revisited. <laughs> okay. Awesome. I was anticipating
0: that. Yeah, yeah, as you should. Um be. so that means I get the last pick and That's right. The one thing that I didn't think about when it came to this is if your if your um double dip or your your lifeline get you stolen from you, you get it back, right?
1: Why don't you get the other lifeline? The double dip? Yeah.
0: Oh. Because you had the steal. You don't steal. just
1: have to, like, you don't you just have to pick You can't steal a back, but you can get the second lifeline.
2: I think even that's generous. It's
1: my middle name, Sean. <laughs> Unless someone <laughs> takes Bride's head from me. But you didn't take it from me. You took it from <laughs> David.
2: So. That's right. That's exactly right. It was really sort of in honor of you. Homage. <laughs> um, oh <my. laughs> our wild cards are strong categories.
0: Uh head, Kristen Lavin's daughter, and Death Comes for the Archbishop are the wild yeah. card categories, probably yeah, the strongest true. overall category. Um, okay, then I won't steal something from, I won't, Heidi doesn't want the stealing option to be there because she doesn't want me to steal Kristen Lavin's daughter from her.
2: Um, right. But no, but you, no, you need a. I need a book about the
0: 1920s. Yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah, your holes is in. Okay.
0: So, midway through the drafts, the, when I took Bridehead, I thought we had said that a book couldn't get stolen again. That's why I took it, mm-hmm. and so oh. that's. And then I realized that we that the we maybe didn't say that. So
2: my strategy. I thought we said you couldn't steal it back from the person. Yeah, who yeah, stole yeah. It we probably you. did, but yeah. that's. Um, um. So what's the verdict yeah. here? What what's the? Well, so. I, stealing wouldn't wait help hold on hold, anyway. on hold
0: on hold on hold on you can't take you can't put bride's in your wild card category it's not, not a 1920s book it can only be in the category of books about the 1920s um... <laughs> that's why. that's why i was uh thrown off there okay okay
1: i kind of think that's fair sorry okay John. all right that's fine because otherwise I'll, we
0: would I'll have just it.
2: taken whatever we would have taken books about the 1920s uh, in the wild card category true that's true okay let me ask you this then can i can i pick a nonfiction book in the wild card category yes from, from the 1920s yeah. yeah
0: totally well we had decided it was novels if except in the poetry but i, I would no, say
1: we although, agree i thought we agreed at the top of the show that we could cards, have nonfiction in wild card
0: no that was Remember non-fiction in books about
2: was... the 1920s yeah that was the books about the 1920s category
1: oh
0: so I would say for this case, because we've been saying doing fiction, otherwise, if we were doing nonfiction, yeah. that would open up British classics in a much different yeah. way. It's true. This it, is true. There's a ton of British classics that were written in the 20s that, of nonfiction.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oof. I don't. I really only felt good about stealing Brideshead because you had stolen it. I don't really I don't want to steal, although I could steal literally anything else from either of you. And put it in that category. I'm gonna double dip.
1: Ooh, good choice.
2: And I'm going to put House of Pooh Corner in my wild card category. Nice. Yeah, just to prove that I really do love Winnie the Pooh that much. Okay, so then that means that here's our lists, and then we're
0: going to go through. Let's talk That's about. A good choice. Let's talk about some books before we go yeah. that didn't that kind of were left on the cutting room floor. So be thinking about that while yeah. I do this list. Okay, so Sean has. In The Mystery, The Incredulity of Father Brown by Chesterton. In Children's, The Velveteen Rabbit. In British classics, Carry On Jeeves. In American classics, Billy Budd by Herman Melville. Published posthumously. In Poetry, When We Were Young by A.A. A. Milne. In books about the 1920s, A, Mo- A Movable Feast by Hemingway. In Wildcard, House at Pooh Corner, which he double dipped. He double dipped into the A.A. A. A. Milne canon. And then in bestsellers, yeah. The Bridge of San Luis Rey by uh, Thornton Wilder. All right, Heidi in Mysteries has Whose Body by Dorothy Sayers in Children's The Blue Castle by Ellen Montgomery um, in British Classics Passage to India by Forrester in American Classics The Sun Also Rises by Hemingway in Poetry The Wasteland in Books About the 1920s A Gentleman of Moscow in Wild Card Kristen Laverne's Daughter and in bestsellers, The Enchanted April uh, she did her double she did her wild card or her um, she double dipped in Hemingway that was her lifeline for me i've got mysteries uh my mysteries murder of roger ackroyd by agatha christie the midnight folk by john mainsfield probably the least known book on the, the list In british classics the painted veil vale by mom in american classics the great gatsby by fitzgerald In poetry robert frost new hampshire in books about the 1920s *Brideshead revisited i apologize for that but it had to be done in wild card <laughs> death comes for the archbishop by cather and in bestsellers the age of innocence by wharton these are good lists Mm -hmm. um i think heidi's gonna win because people are gonna feel bad for her and uh that's just
1: because my books are objectively well chosen
0: um yeah let's okay the ones you got to keep so i know we all i know we all kind of like think ours is the best but if we were objectively talking about some of these categories like who do you think has the best mystery here you do do. it the mystery is a tough category because i think all of those are good
2: books but I think you really do have a strong. What about in children's? I
0: like, think it's Velveteen Rabbit for children's. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. What about yeah. in American, in British classics? This is a tough one because they're all like, that's total personal taste. Some people it just aren't so going to be, aren't going to think Woodhouse is great enough literature. And then, right. you know, they, I think that one could go a lot of different ways. In American, I don't know. Sorry, Sean. I think Heidi and I will be fighting that one out there.
2: If you, you think Billy yeah. Budd is as good yeah. as, as Gatsby.
0: <laughs> in poetry, that's an interesting one because that's going to be a taste.
1: Yeah. The Wasteland
0: yeah. is more influential, probably, but Frost is a Frost and Pro are like pretty essential to, to 20th Century Lit. Like that yeah. might be the category where all three are like they're some of the most important people in terms of the just the, the wider view of 20th century lit. 1920s, books about the 1920s, that's yeah, probably Bride's head. But a lot Brideshead, of people who listen to this good. love Gentleman of Moscow. So that's gonna if And it's a an movable feast. Read,
1: if you've read Hemingway, a movable feast is just like, you can't not love that book.
0: Can't not love that book. Wild card could go a lot of different ways. House of Pooh Corner, Lovren's Daughter, and Death Comes for the Archbishop. That might just be a yeah. personal taste one, too. And then bestsellers are kind of all books, like, will people have read them? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Enchanted April might be, I think, one of the underrated picks in this whole draft. I had it... We, we would talked
1: it, about doing it on the show many yeah, times. Yeah. I would love never to Never made it onto the list.
0: So I'm going to read it in 2024. Read it again. Um just be because great. i want to and um i think it was going to be my british classic um
1: oh, i think it compares yeah. pretty
0: well to passage to india or the painted veil or whatever so i think yeah. these are good lists okay what didn't make the cut here anything that just throw some stuff out the big sleep was
2: one that i, I considered for mystery yeah me too um, i mean what did the
1: Pooh. Faulkner's nowhere on this yeah. list
2: I was going to say Sound of the Fury was one of my U.S. backups.
1: All Quiet on the rest Western Front, not yeah, on the I list. Yeah, I that one
2: too. Uh, Virginia Woolf.
1: My backup Ulysses. for Poetry was The Prophet oh, by Khalil Gibran. Oh, wow. yeah. I love that. I love that collection. I almost picked it anyway, but yeah, I like Khalil better. I had a
2: couple of backups in Poetry. Uh, was Wallace Stevens one of them? No, but I did consider that. Uh, one of them was E.E. E. Cummings' first collection, Tulips mm. and Chimneys. Uh, another was A Few Figs from Thistles, which is uh, Edna St. Vincent Millay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I love that.
2: Uh, I, I love that collection. I feel like
1: you could pick it, like put a dartboard of 1920s poetry collections and just throw a dart. Yeah, and you're going to be good. Be okay. Like it's, yeah. The, yeah. the 20s is such a beautiful time. The Hollow poetry. Men, speaking of Elliot.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um William Carlos yep. Williams, Spring and All. And then Two by Langston Hughes, The Weary Blues. Langston, and Hughes. Langston Hughes. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, yeah. It's the Harlem Renaissance. The yeah, There's two, just two so many there.
1: wonderful choices.
0: Keeper of the yeah. Bees was a bestseller that I considered, and then uh, all quiet. All, 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 all quiet on the Western Front as well. Yeah, um, Tintin came out during this decade. Oh yeah, um, wild cards. And then you've got Murder on the Links, Mysterious Affair at Styles, Maltese Big Sleep, Cloud of Witnesses, Ashenden. Yeah, those are all good mysteries. Uh, Look Homeward, Angel, and Parades End at American Classics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ulysses, Living. Um, yeah, bunch of stuff that we didn't that we didn't get to. But I think this is a these what twenty-four, I think are a pretty comprehensive look at nineteen twenties yeah. literature. Yeah. Like if you just went and read these books, you'd know nineteen twenties literature pretty well. Yeah. Which I think is a is a cool result for an episode like this. All right, we gotta we gotta stop this because we gotta go record on Kristen auto now and I yeah, really gotta go to the bathroom. Think... Uh, I've been drinking water and <laughs> Coffee this Good whole for time. For you, so. hydrate. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. All right. So um go vote. Friends, we will post well, you
1: won where I right. had fair and square. I I would have been um I'm a little I'm a little mad about it, but I I really it's not did, your
0: fault. I really did consider just taking Kristen Laverne's daughter instead, but um that's how we'll talk about that in a minute. So we'll be so we'll be hopefully we'll be especially friends after talking about Kristen Laverne's daughter. I
1: also want to thank um, Sean for not taking Kristen Lavern's daughter when you could have.
2: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. that would have been tragic. Showed a lot of restraint. Really yeah. funny
0: for a podcast, like really good content, <laughs> but really also sad for Heidi. Just really sad. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Go vote. We'll post um, the thread on the episode or on the um, on the chat thread on the sub stack. So head over there if you want to participate in, in voting and um, letting us know who you think has the most interesting list. You vote however you want. If you want to just vote purely on uh feeling sorry for Heidi then you know by all means do that if you like like
1: how you're trying to undercut your betrayal right are Uh, you if you just really really like Winnie the
0: Pooh if you really love Winnie the Pooh above all the the, pure joy and
2: innocence of Winnie the Pooh
0: yeah right Mm -hmm. yeah um but let's say perhaps that that you um that you just really like a sweet book gatsby then you could vote for me i mean there's just a, you know, any number of reasons why you could could vote for any of us so yeah. head over to the page and uh, and do that if you just really identify with Jay gatsby you could just vote for david <laughs> yeah you, you, you could got lots of thoughts on that comment we're gonna talk about that another time though for heidi white and for sean johnson i'm david Cooper. until next time happy reading